0: Oh,
1: Try hard to do the right things, only gas for the green light. Even if there's one slice left, gotta make sure the team eat right. I got love in my hometown, you know hearts get complicated. Time you heard I was with Roxanne, awkward times in my graduation. Really thought Kiki loved me, Kiki ass so we riding. But I ain't ready for no girlfriend, now me Kiki fighting.
2: Okay, we're here with another episode of the Staffs Linkup podcast. And we've got a lot on our plate to discuss. We go straight into the howlers involving Man United, involving three of our keepers, De Gea, Dean Hendo, and Sergio Romero. We move on to Arsenal being humbled and their shambolic performances over the restart of football. And we finish off with the top four race. The four teams chasing the two places available to the Premier League. So Moipi, how have you been doing?
3: Yo, gents, uh, I've been good, man. Um, good to chat to you guys again, been a while. Uh, Moipi here, Red Devil, man of the people. And there are so many amazing topics to get into today, I'm so excited. Well, go on, B.
4: Very excited to be here as well. Uh... Lots of football taking place over the last few weeks. Um, Very excited for football to be back. Um, I just hope you guys are keeping well. Obviously, the whole pandemic thing is still continuing out there. very serious. Uh, But I'm very excited just to move on to some lighter topics. Uh, Not not for Arsenal fans, but yeah, excited to talk about it.
2: Okay, so guys, we've had a lot of football. We missed recording, so a lot of stuff has happened. in the last couple of weeks. But we're going to start with United's goalkeeping situation. So there's been a lot of howlers, I guess. De Gea against um, Tottenham could have saved a shot straight at him from Bergwine. We had the howler from Dean Henderson against Newcastle. And then we had another howler of Sergio Romero against... Um, norwich where he had that saveable shot so mm. i'm gonna ask you first moipi what's up what is wrong with De Gea? it's been a couple of years now some subpar performances
3: um i've been thinking about this as well a lot over the last couple of weeks and my first reaction was that he is declining as a goalkeeper. And the more I think about it, I, I I don't think that is the case. And I read something very interesting that 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 that, 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 that kind of explained it to me. That De Gea's skills were are placed elsewhere other than um he like he messes up the simple things, but the but the but the, but the difficult ones he just can't seem to manage. So I think it's something that's been going on in his goalkeeping career and skills for years now um he has these phases i think i I think we've we've gone to appreciate him to we expect someone that can do the impossible to do the simple things but i think the biggest problem with dave is that he can't do these simple
2: things Hmm. yeah i mean i agree i think i've given him you know the benefit of the doubt for the longest time and you just like you know He's going to get back to that level. And some guys have mentioned that he still is in his peak. So it's, it's just a strange situation. But do you think maybe bringing back um, Dean Henderson will help him, maybe, Lita? I mean, he is a an up and coming, confident keeper. And you've had that situation where you've had Courtois and Czech at Chelsea. Yeah. Do you think that's maybe what De Gea needs? Yeah, um, no,
4: definitely. That, that wasn't the first thing that came to me. Mind uh, when I started just looking up around the situation with De Gea. Personally, I don't think it's it reached reached that point yet with with David De Gea at United. When uh, where, where the situation was with, with Courtois and Piatek at the time. Um, with with De Gea, I think he's still as as you mentioned, he's still somewhat at his peak. Um, obviously, the the Houners that have. Um, have occurred since probably the 2018 World Cup in Russia um, have, have sort of quest, have made us question um, his abilities. So for me, it will be a matter of him literally, I think still, he still has time because if you have to bring in a guy like Henderson, um, who I think has literally only had one season in the top flight, um, obviously his second season in Sheffield, so things were a bit more comfortable for him. Even though it was his debut season in the Premier League, but he's only had one uh, season in the Premier League, beat keeping eleven clean sheets uh, so far, which is no mean feat for especially a debut season. Um, but for me, at the moment, I'll definitely say United for uh, Henderson being number one at United, or at least even trying to compete with um, De Gea, because you've even got Sergio Romero who's still there, and that's a top quality keeper on his own. So. Mm. I would I would definitely say you know what keep uh, uh, Henderson at Sheffield especially with Sheffield doing so well in the league keep them keep him at Sheffield for another season and see what happens that's what happened with, with Courtois he spent more than one season at, at Atletico Madrid before he he joined up with Chelsea so keep him at at, at at Sheffield let's see how he does how he handles the pressure now seeing that he's a top goalkeeper hopefully by then he would be he will be breaking into the England squad as well I mean Pickford has has had his time now. And I think Mm, he also needs some competition at the the national team level. So I think for me, I'd rather keep uh, Henderson at at Sheffield, let him compete for that England spot, let him sort of uh, become the complete number one you'd want him to become or you think he can become. And then see what happens. Because, you know, as a goalkeeper, goalkeepers mature a bit later on in their careers. He's still only uh, in his early 20s. So it still has time. I don't think we need that now. And trust me, I don't think... If if Sergio Romero wasn't enough competition for David De Gea at United, I don't think Henderson's gonna come in and be that much better than, than what uh, Romero is at the moment. And for me, I'd rather actually put Romero in some matches, in some key matches, and see how he does. That will probably put uh, more pressure on De Gea than but,
3: uh, yeah, see what you... than Lita, I wanted to say on that point, I don't think I don't think it's 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 a problem of him being under pressure. Uh it's probably the opposite of Dave needs trust. Uh when when he was linked to Man United, his 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 performances dropped because he felt unappreciated or that his 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 um the things he wanted weren't being addressed uh, in terms of him moving. So I think it's the total opposite. Dean coming in is going to make more chaos for everyone for the locker mm-hmm. room. Dave's performance is gonna go down. Um, mm-hmm. Dean's gonna be questioning uh how united feel about him i don't think that i think that's the furthest thing from the solution honestly
4: exactly and also talking about giving him full confidence he's got a manager um david's got a manager in ole who believes in him i mean just recently called him still the best keeper in the world so for now i think we still if 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 ole and the man united manager still backs and has faith in, in in david i don't think it's it's anyone to change at the moment until, obviously, with David, because the, the, the level of profile he is, the mistakes that he's made have become, you know, uh, headlines, uh, back-page news, you know, because it's David De Gea and it's Man United. But I think it's, yeah, it man. might be even worse for, for Henderson if he comes in and can't handle that pressure, you know?
3: You say nine right. miss one, you're you called horrible. I mean, that, that, that's mm-hmm. harsh. If, if we have to apply the same thing to different players in the different parts of the field, then everyone's rubbish. You know what I mean?
2: But that's but what uh, you touched on time. there, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, with Ole about him back or believing in De Gea, I just think is sometimes borderline bullshit as to call him the best player, the best goalkeeper in the world. It's belief. I think no, like you sure sometimes enough. just gotta you gotta call a spade a spade, and mm-hmm. sometimes a little tough love, like when he was talking about Alexis Sanchez, about he still has a future here. And he's playing the worst football I've ever seen him play. But yeah. I actually wanted to go back to what you touched on, Lita, there with Sergio Romero and him putting him in the side. And I think that would be a very brave decision, which I would like to see from Ole. Because, I mean, this guy is no... He's no keeper we picked up from the street. He's got almost 100 caps for Argentina. He's played for some big clubs, world Cup and finals. he's highly rated. Yeah. World Cup finals, he's won an Olympic gold medal, so I don't know if Romero's not going to do it. You're not going to find like Oblak's not going to come and be a second keeper, so you're not going to find a world class keeper to come challenge De Gea. But Romero, for me, is one of the best sort of backup keepers you can find. And if he can't get in the side, then I don't know. Like I don't know why we are. We need to, even when he was at his worst. Um, at that run-in last season mm. uh, where he had that miss, where we missed that shot for Alonso only drew to Chelsea. Mm. I think it was his third last game to qualify for the Champions League. And he still played against Huddersfield and Cardiff, where we lo- it was just the worst period of my life. And <laughs> if, you, if you're not getting dropped when you're that low, then he's basically safe. He's like, Ole, you're never going to drop me, so I'm going to do what the fuck I want. Ah, so. Come on, Big B. That's,
3: he's, not doing yeah. that. he's not doing that because because he has a free will to do it. I mean, Lord knows that it. if, if, if it's true that he feels that there's another step to take um, after United, surely it's best for him to show unbelievable for performances every single game. Surely we have to believe that
4: yeah but the, the thing, thing is, is as many, you mentioned yeah. so sorry sorry, Brian just just talking about that point in terms of there being a bigger step after United I think for De Gea and I think this I, I, I'd like to think he probably believes this himself that that ship probably sailed when he, he didn't get that Madrid move a couple of years back when yeah, because now Madrid don't need a keeper they've got Courtois um,
0: yeah.
4: there's literally there's, there's not many top clubs at the moment I don't think at all, actually, that lead goalkeeper. So, the hair's in that little awkward moment where he's obviously I mean, three player of the Years in a row. No one has ever done that at United before him. And then he got a big contract. Obviously, now he knows that, okay, I'm settled. I'm going to be number one. Mistakes, losses, as you mentioned, Brian, But he still didn't get dropped. Romero is still a cup goalkeeper <laughs> for, for United. And maybe he's in he's in a little false sense of of, of, of comfortability. And and, and and unfortunately, you yeah, won't move away from that until I don't until Henderson is ready and until um the hair is really on the decline. And end. I don't think we're at that moment yet. So maybe maybe yeah, A's season, if he has another horrendous season. Then yeah, you know, we'll definitely change. like, like,
3: like I, I I don't want us to, to 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 dig too deep into this man. But mm-hmm. um, that's what you said there was 100 percent correct. That the reason we we gave him such a big contract is because um. When we were ready to let him go uh, last season, Mm. um, he looked around the world and there's no no space for him. No one's willing to pay over 50 million pounds for him. No one really is desperate for him. All the top clubs have people in in, in position and they don't need him. Mm. So for him, Mm -hmm. it worked out for him to sign this big contract. And it might be a thing of complacency now that, well, I'm the highest paid player in the Premier League. Uh, I'm comfortable and I don't have to do anything so i i have to admit that that, it probably does play a big part in his mentality onto um exactly his situation and his role in the club right now
2: yeah i mean exactly i don't mean to dig into him in terms of saying he is doing whatever the fuck he wants but i do think as you guys mentioned that can have an effect subconsciously on him yeah where he's comfortable my wife's comfortable Mm or his girlfriend i'm not sure if he's married or not she's not complaining that manchester's rainy so it's just like a thing of being like, okay, I'm here to stay. These guys are not gonna sell me. I'm the top exactly. dog, um the leader in the dressing room. Mm. Exactly. But he just he needs a little a kick for me. I mean it's exactly. cause it's not like he's, he's he's we're gonna sell him anytime soon as if like he's gonna retire. We can still get maybe five, six good years out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Do you know
4: what he Do you know what he needs? You know what he needs? He needs a brave manager like Frank Lampard will drop him for a few mm-hmm. games and then people will think oh he's gonna get sold just for him to come back five games later and be going top form again. So for me that's what I think the hair the hair needs. I think it's just as you said mind kick up the backside, say yo, you're not as big as you think. Do like a little message Ozo. Regardless of your, your wages you can sit the bench. So you can sit on the bench. So for me maybe that's what he needs, you know, just to to to, to, to refocus and switch on again. Because these mistakes that he did that he makes are somewhat Mistakes of you know uh, complacency, as you mentioned, and the loss of concentration, and just being too relaxed, you know, even though he's in a team that's fighting for 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 everything uh, that, they, 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 that they can. So for me, De Gea at the moment still United's best keeper. Um, for yeah. how long? Uh, we'll see. But Henderson, too soon, too soon.
2: Yeah, yeah. But so now I think we're going to move on to. The next sort of topic of discussion, and it's it's Arsenal and it's bad. <laughs> but um, you know they've they've actually kind of looking like they are recovering the situation. But no, since no. we haven't, no.
4: <laughs> we haven't <laughs> recorded <laughs> since, um,
2: since the sort of resumption of the Premier League. Yeah, and just to sort of put out the picture of. The game against City, we've all watched it. Many of the listeners would have watched it, and I just want to talk about the performances before we get into David Luiz and everything else. But they lost Mm. to City. It was, you know, they did well, but then you know Arsenal, Arsenal, and the Brighton was one of the most embarrassing of them all. And then they beat Sheffield in the FA Cup, and they beat Southampton and. Yeah, they've got one more game today. So what do you guys think, Lita of these performances? I mean, and Arteta as a whole. I mean, he's he was lauded I I believe he was just like laying out the cones for Guardiola and he's been lauded as this sort of fantastic visionary coach who eats, sleeps, and dreams football. I mean, what Thank what's you. your what's your verdict on him?
4: That's Brian, that's a bit harsh on on, on Arteta. Um he definitely did more than just put out the codes for, for Pep, and Pep can attest to that. Um, listen, for, for, for Arsenal, it's it's, it's quite sad. Um, this is a club not more than 16 years ago where, where the Invincibles had some of the best players in the world, and for them now to be where they're at now, I think I saw I think it was one of your tweets, Brian, where you said Arsenal, there's no play in an Arsenal team that you know you look, that you envy or you want to be at, at, at United. So that's the problem with Arsenal for me. The, the club as a whole is just it's, it's, it's not where a top club should be. Um, from the board, from the owner to the board, to the technical staff that they have. I mean, someone like Rahul Sanieri and and Edu, I don't know. But before I get into that, as it, the performances, um, it was as it's quite toothless, to be honest. Um, you know, probably you will look at that Arsenal game good 20 minutes and then obviously the injuries and then Louise comes on and then he does what he does and then you ask yourself like do they have someone in the team you know you've got players like Shaka and you've got players who think you know you think they can shout and they're vocal in the team but when it comes to true leadership and knowing when to speak up and knowing when to to gather to, to you know gather the team around and say guys you know we need to up our level, we need to up our standards. This is not Arsenal Football Club. We can be better than this. And, and when I look at through Arsenal's team, it's, I, I don't see that play around. Um, like, even a guy like Arteta. Arteta was, even though even though he was a part of an Arsenal side that wasn't that great, but he was that guy. He commanded respect in the dressing room, even though he came from the Everton side. He commanded respect and he was a gent that, you know, could, could, could gather a team. But now he's actually coaching a team that is lacking those characters and it's something that obviously he's been talking about for years but you see them getting into the same problems with either it's contract uh, negotiations or it's Ozil not playing Ozil sitting on the bench Ozil not running Ozil not tracking back all these things and now we're not mm. even seeing Ozil at all like not even involved in any matchday squad so or sitting on the bench so it's 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 literally I, I really, like, I'm lost for what I can say about Arsenal, but the problems Lita. aren't on the field, aren't on the field for me, that the problems are Arsenal and Arteta is, yeah, in trouble. <laughs> if he doesn't Lita, get let, do me, enough, yeah?
3: let me tell you about Arsenal. Arsenal are a private school of football clubs where players go there just to say that they're associated with the prestige of being with a club like this, mm. or go play them on a Saturday morning on your normal field and they're boneless they're spineless
0: mm-hmm.
3: the, the 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 players they're attracting right now only want to go there to say i play for us the perfect example is the likes of Guanduzi um who was reported to be talking trash to more pay telling him that he earns more money than him mm-hmm. okay what, what does that have to do with with what's happening right now you you're not winning why are you telling me what you're earning? Why are you telling me who you who you who you associated with? Why are you telling me I go to this school? I'm associated with this club. What has what do he me? done? What
4: is going to done to do even have a to say something I mean, like that?
3: That is the problem of arsenal that we've seen for the last ten, fifteen years of people go there for the wrong reasons. So Arteta's been given the most ridiculous um Set of players to try and turn into into uh, people that are going to put out performances for you. Um, Arteta, we 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 can we don't know we don't know if he puts out cones or not. We don't know if if he's no really he's than that, guys he's, he's No
4: for sure. Head.
3: We don't know if he's up on the come up, but I don't think we're going to see his true potential, whether it's good or bad, on with, with his time with Arsenal because. He is he he's managing a group of people that that that, that don't want to play football. The, the the last thought in their week is that I'm playing football, and um, in my opinion, um, the David Louise deal is 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 a good indication of the club culture right there. Is that we are not going to be ambitious and try to yeah um build it the correct way. We blame we we and they blamed Wenger for years but but mm. but the truth is you have the perfect location for a football club in the world everyone feels like london is probably the top city in 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 europe and um because of that you're attracting people that want to go there for the lifestyle and 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 arsenal is, is is the david Luiz thing lets you know that the, the board aren't interested in, in 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 investing in the football i think we saw that in man united uh, a few years back that they were they were all about star signings and keeping, um, the marketing side of things, the brand things on on the peak, but they didn't they weren't really concerned with okay, we've just lost twenty games in a season of thirty eight, but we don't see a problem in the football. We see a problem in no, we're getting hate from people because we're not signing who they want to see. Uh, I think I think the vision from the board and the football is is completely disconnected and Arsenal need a I, th- I think they need they haven't hit rock bottom properly yet I think they need to hit rock bottom where they start looking into what what style do we really want to play are we still trying to say that we play the the, the 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 prettiest football in the world is this pretty football a factual like 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 a tangible thing we can apply to under 15, 16, 17, 23, everything, make us a football club. They're looking at the wrong things, like we were looking at, we many and I were looking at the wrong things at the time. And I think they are stuck in a club culture. I think that's what it is. Arsenal is a club culture of private school, where it's going to be, Arteta could be the best manager, Arteta could be the best, let's call him the best manager in the world right now. No one is going to fix that shit. Van Gaal came in, Things to his name we know he's a good football manager he said the board are not interested in trying to make this work Mourinho serial winner whether he his comments are are correct or flagrant or out of touch or his football is out of touch still negative he is a winner he came in he said I did my best he won three trophies in, in 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 nine months but these people are not football people that club culture, a culture of a thing, I don't care what Arteta does, you can give him Neymar tomorrow, we had Di Maria, we had Zlatan, we had the, some of the best footballers in the world. If your culture, if the way you do things is wrong from top to bottom, there is nothing a magician can do to fix it. They are stuck in a swamp cool. that and is
2: yours. Really yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah. and, but and, yeah. I want to. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just want to. Before we go, sort of to the upstairs, I want to bring a question or th- uh, sort of theory back to Lita, because you would know this probably better than most. I was watching uh, the Burnley Crystal Palace game on Monday, and obviously they lost. But I just thought, over the course of the season, Gary Cahill has has been immense for Crystal Palace, yeah. and I know the timelines would have been sort of different. Because Gary Cahill was never going to sign a new contract at Chelsea. And Louise was purchased sort of later after preseason had started already. But, I mean, if Arsenal knew that they didn't have much money and they needed an experienced centre-back, why would they go for Louise? I mean, I know the notion of Louise is one of the best ball-playing centre-backs Maybe in the world or in the no, league. No, he's not. Um, but I mean, Kale is a uh, proven sort of a rock. So I mean, can you speak to that as to
4: why? Yeah.
2: Do you think it was a mistake that they didn't go for him? So, so Brian, so Brian, it's hard.
4: It's 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 very difficult to to answer an Arsenal question at the moment without looking upstairs. I know you said, let's not look up this for now. But so this, I'm, I'm going to try and stick to point as, as, as much as I can. But so with the Arsenal, uh, um, Cahill and, and David Luiz a situation, this is something I also heard uh, quite recently. So as, as um, Moepi mentioned, the planning, for me, the lack of planning and the lack of leadership at that club as a whole is what's alarming. Because from your head of sport in, in Rahul Sanéli. And you've got your technical director in, in Edu. Those are people with football experience. Those are, as you, as you can uh, say, uh, as football people. Those are people who know yes. Edu, former Arsenal uh, player, Brazilian great, whatever. So yeah. those people are now in charge at Arsenal Football Club. Wenger's gone. They had Emery, who was in the second season, who, who you would think, you know, okay, let's put your team uh, together. Let's put people that you, we think that can help you uh, uh, succeed, right? But you think, you know, that's the normal thing. like That's what clubs do uh, with, uh, with, the, with the relationship between a, a manager and an uh, upstairs. But now Arsenal, instead of doing that, they go and get Pepe and get pay 70 million for a guy like Pepe. Who then, when the matches start coming around, you hear uh, uh, Unai saying, it eh, wasn't really my choice and I wanted Zaha and uh, mm. the club upstairs really for for, for, for for Pepe. How do you pay 70 million for a guy from Liga? I know he was good. But then, if you just watched Afcon last uh, in the summer, he was not yeah. as great as, as as you you know yeah. what he was doing for for for. He years. wasn't shining. So like you, that. Exactly. So you pay seventy million for him. Firstly, when you haven't solved any issues, because that was like at least middle of the of the transfer window where they paid seventy million, they hadn't solved any centre back issues yet that they had. And then you've got a guy like Gary Cahill. So apparently, what happened with Gary Cahill was that the optics of of sort of a Gary Cahill Englishman, you know, Gary Cahill's not. The, the most uh, brand uh, uh, um, guy that you can sort of put out there and market and market really well in terms of uh, reaching a wider audience, like yeah. in the South American region. So, Gary Kale is sort of the boring option. Gary Kale is not going to come in and, and be a, a headline grabber for the team. And that's where I think that's where the, the mistake happened. How do you then look at a Gary Kale? You know he's solid. You need someone solid at your club. You need You know you've got talented defenders, but who aren't really solid. Besides Socrates, and even Socrates has a few mistakes in it. And then instead of that, you're gonna go get an, another maverick, a proper maverick, as Gary, mm-hmm. uh, Gary Neville meant, uh, described him, like a guy who's being controlled by a, a PlayStation player who's being controlled by ten-year-old. It's, it's 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 really like I don't understand. And for me, I'm, I'm sure of Chelsea as well, when they received that six million bid for for David Luiz, they were like, Is Arsenal serious? Like. Yeah. Is this the best? Is this the? I, even though six million is a bargain for them in terms of Premier League player from from a London rival, but mm. David Luiz as great as he was, that man should not be playing centre back. I am so sorry. He must chill at centre at centre midfield. But even there, he needs someone to, to to clean up after him because he will make a mistake. He yeah. is just too laxy days ago when it comes to, to to playing football. He is he enjoys life too much. He's got. I remember when he first came to Chelsea. His whole uh, slogan was be happy. He is always happy. Whether you ask him to concentrate... Be and good. good. Happy. Be happy. good. He's happy. <laughs> he he doesn't... Really, even when he makes mistakes, he smiles. He just can't help it. That's David Luiz. <laughs> that's why we love him. Like, he, he is David Luiz. Like, I remember when he got kicked. I think it was a United game a few years back. Rafael yeah, Rafael kicked him and then he rolled on the ground and then he looked at the camera and like, yeah. That's just David Luiz. He's this laverick. He's this crazy guy. And that's how he plays his football. So, taking that into account. We all knew this. Like, you can't tell me Arsenal, no. Raul Sadielli and Edo to not know who David Luiz was. I Understand what you think he's gonna be at the club, but facts are facts. What has he brought to Chelsea? Uh, when he was here, he was very erratic. He had people like John Terry, Gary Cahill, who were all thinking my Then he left PSG or Brazil. He had a good workup up until the the what's this of the the, the semi final. And one. then you go <laughs> exactly. And then you go to, to PSG. He he can't get PSG uh, Champions League title with no mistakes. Flipping against, uh, um, he was also in that team that lost against Barcelona in that biggest comeback in football history, and now you bring him to Chelsea. He, <laughs> he only he only succeeded on uh, what's this back three. And then Arsenal think now they're gonna change him. A uh, club man who's over thirty. No, so yeah. so that's yeah. where the problems lie. Arsenal literally the issues that they have. Like, they go further than on the field. And and for me, I feel sorry for Arteta because this could make or break him. This could literally be where he becomes this pep incumbent or he becomes a flop and he gets sacked uh, midway yeah. through the next season.
2: But uh, now I want to sort of swerve it back to Moipi because as you've mentioned uh, with the board, but we want to take a look at it on a surface level. But before I go into that, I want to also give credit where credit is due. Mm. Today they announced they signed Saka on a new long-term, long-term deal, and he looks like a really, really good player. So mm. at least that's one sort of positive Arsenal fans can have. But I want to ask you, um, they announced a couple of days or weeks ago um, their sort of batch of new contract signings, which involve Luis Cedric Suarez, and Pablo Mari. Um, we've awesome. discussed Luis... So, I want you to speak on Cedric and Pablo Mari. Pablo Mari won the Copa de Libertadores with Flamengo, yeah. and he hadn't played for Arsenal yet. And the first game back, he got injured. So
4: that's he a huge decent sort
2: decent. of. Yeah, he looks mm. decent, decent left left sided centre back. Yeah, but it's still a risk at twenty seven. Yeah. As well, it's it's you're basically getting a defender really going to his prime. And then Cedric, who has had a lot of injury problems, and as well, giving credit, he was a Portuguese international before Valerie of all right backs overtook him at Southampton and he got signed with a four year contract. Hasn't played for 29. Arsenal. Um, Not even one game. So, the way is the thinking there? Can you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I'll start with... Uh, let me start with Cedric. I don't have too much to say about him because when he, when, when Arsenal did sign him, I thought that was a very good signing. He's very... He's, he's a very solid defender to me. Um, reminds me of Aspiliqueta in... Um, he does things good on the floor. Um, early, he's there a little bit, and I'm sure it wasn't too financially harming to 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 Arsenal to make that deal happen. Um, and and I think... Um, for, I think I think th- th- their defense is very unestablished, if I can put it that way. It's very young. It's very, it's very um all over the place with, with holding. I think ever since um, of course, she only left, they, they they haven't had a a defender you can really rely on. So I think they've they've been looking for 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 a leader there. And I think I think I think they say that's part of the reason that Arteta was forced to to extend David Luiz's contract as well. That he he. He needs seniors in the team.
2: But, um, I mean, just sorry to cut you off there, sure. but um, Mustafi has been playing Champions League football for um, a long time. So I've I don't hear about him and... Playing for Borussia <laughs> Dortmund, and I just ask myself: these, as you say, there's no leaders, and I agree with that. But surely you can get leadership, grow these players. Holding his they signed him from Bolton? How many seasons ago? Brian. Like uh, their leader is Brian. is like credit to Bellerin, who's a great or I wouldn't say great right back, but he's got great pace, I guess. But That's um it. he you know he's really taken on that mantle and surely one of these players, these senior players, it's not about sort of coasting it out of these players, they need to grab it for themselves like Bellerin has done.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, like 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 I think I think we, we can't think of men like mustafi I, th- I think like arteta has to look at the next three years and uh cedric suarez is 29 now i think he does have three three more years uh, of premier league football in him i think that's uh, i would prefer that over david louis signing and and i wanted to touch on 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 pablo Mari. pablo Mari is um he was he was released by man city he played for pep i think um when Pep was there, I think he was there with him for about six months or something. Yeah, but worked with him at Man City. And Pablo Mari was, uh, the fl- that, that Flamingos team was one of the best in, in, in the world. I think that's why they got to that, that, that um, uh, South American fi- uh, Cup final, because that team was playing amazing football. And Pablo Mari was, was, was considered one of the reasons why that team did so well. So him signing to, I think he was considered for Man City as well with, with the centre back um, problems. He was considered to bring him back. I think they signed an amazing player there. I think the problem there right now is him settling back into English football, the pace of English football. My understanding is that he he he's he's um he's a bit of, he, He's a bit of a centre back. I think. I think that the, the team he played in controlled possession so much that he was left to play with his feet most of the time. Ball to the feet. He wasn't really tested too much as a as a proper centre back with with, with, with with balls coming in the air, physical number nines bullying him, trying to bully him for for ninety minutes. I think he that team was really it's sort of a Bayern Munich Barcelona style centre back where. You you don't have to do too many physical things in the game. Maybe two or three times in 90 minutes, and most of the time you you're looked at as how do you deal with the ball at your feet? I think for what like like I was saying earlier, what Arsenal claim to be as as a footballing team, he does fit the mold of I'm gonna be the I'm gonna start the the keeper can give me the ball I can start the play I can I, I can pass with I can pass the ball well um, I can start the the, 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 the the phase of football and if the ball is come back I can play it all my feet uh while under pressure so I think I'm not a, that's that's the one I'm least upset with it is surprising that he he's only been here for um 18 months now maybe cuz I think they signed him last January I don't know if he joined yet but he signed 18 months ago I think it is surprising that Arteta is um making m- making the fact to make sure he signs down who he may think is important I think it's very early to do that I think it's like um, uh, showing how desperate he is on on, on one scale of things rather than allowing a man um, the opportunity to prove yourself to earn. I I like when players earn their contracts. I understand when someone may be under pressure where Barca, Madrid, Juve, Chelsea, whoever is trying to sign my player, so I have to sign him down to turn his head away from things. I don't think Pablo Mari was in any scenario, any of those four that they signed – Ceballos as well. I don't think anyone was trying to steal them from Arsenal. I think it was very—they—they they showed the cards way too soon to give these guys short and long-term contracts. Um, that—that's th- how I feel about it. I—I'm uh, happy with Pablo Mari. I'm happy. I think the Ceballos contract is just to extend the rest of his loan for another month and a half. But I think that was very reactionary of Arsenal and Arteta if he did ask for it to to, to, to show your card so soon that we're desperate to keep people because Brian. maybe maybe there's no one on Brian. the other side to join yeah.
4: Brian, for me, uh, it's simple as this, bro. it's pure desperation um, pure desperation from Arsenal, that's it they, they are a club that they know that they can't spend much money in an upcoming mm. transfer window so they had to sign the plays that they have right now and then is gonna work with what he has, that's what I have to say it's pure desperation from that club yeah I I agree with it. Cool.
2: <laughs> Big B.
3: We're
2: gonna move on to a situation which Arsenal is definitely not involved in, and that is the race for top four. Or oh, I'd say the race for two places in the top four. Um yeah. Leicester, Chelsea, United, and Wolves. Um not without ruling them out, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna just cut them there. Tottenham Hotspur, they you know look a bit off the race, off the mark. Um, so, later, uh, Chelsea looking like you're going to overtake Leicester, maybe by tonight. Uh, how do you think Frank is going to finish off the season? Um, when the
4: when the season began, the main and the only goal that Frank Lampard had was to qualify the club for for the Champions League 2020, 2021 season. Um. That that goal hasn't changed. Um, even though we've been fourth for the majority of the season, that goal hasn't changed. It's always been to to finish fourth. So Frank Lampard's goal, and, and especially after the restart, um, we have been solely focused on picking up three points, up, up on three points, upon three points, and it's going to be no different tonight. And for me, I'm not now, now, and particularly with the form that Chelsea's in, I'm not worried about top four as I was pre uh, the restart. Uh, particularly with Leicester's form as well, because I think with with Chelsea, I uh, never mind Chelsea doing well, but Leicester need to halt this slide because they are looking for only their second win in, in the last five games. Um, and I know they are in action tonight, um, so for me, that they actually should be more concerned because if they they can easily slip out of the top five and they could be sixth where Wolves is now, um, and with Wolves and the form Wolves and United is in are in with Chelsea as well. I'm worried about Nesta. I'm not worried about Chelsea finish top four because I think we are probably, I will say, 70% there in terms of, of clinching top four. Um, but, yeah, all I hope for is, is, is Frank Lampard to finish the job. And so by the time uh, the next season comes, our new signings, uh, Hakim Ziyech and, uh, and Timo Werner can just, you know, settle in in a Champions League side and get ready to, to, you know, see what we can do next year and possibly challenge... City and Liverpool, maybe? I don't know.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Moipi, the rest of the teams are sort of, the Wolves are hot on our tails and doesn't look like they are going to go away anytime soon. But we've got a fight on our hands. I think we can overtake Leicester to that fourth place. I think Chelsea might just get third place since they're just in front of us at the moment. But, do you think we have the quality, because, um, sorry to Chelsea, but they're about to get knocked out of the um, Champions League by Bayern which and the FA Cup by United, so they won't have much games to play, but Fine. we've Could saw, Just one question
4: we've... on that, just one question on that. Uh, last time we played at Wembley, who won again at the FA Cup?
2: Uh... A long, long time ago. Oh, uh,
4: okay. I remember one <laughs> of the final last time in Wembley. And Wembley, we Wembley Kings, brother. Just to let you know, we Chelsea Wembley Kings. Eh? Particularly the new uh, Wembley. Move on, move on. Sorry.
2: <laughs> we, we we still got uh, uh, what you call it, the Europa League to play. So we still got a lot of games to play. Do you think we can mm-hmm. maintain everything and finish in the top four?
3: I think I think uh, the, 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 the 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 biggest thing that has happened post lockdown with the Top four, as you mentioned, um, Leicester on the free fall. They they might hand it to 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 ourselves and Chelsea. Um, but as for overtaking Chelsea, as you said, I think um, I think Chelsea and United are on good form for both of us. And I think I think the the, the positive for United right now is we have a ninety nine percent fit squad. We, we, we finally have um, good rotations for each position, almost. Um, forwards, We have good forwards uh, uh, that are fit. We have midfielders that, are, that seem all on form, all five, six of them. Um, I think our defenders are all fit. And I think an amazing stat I read today is that Harry Maguire hasn't missed a single minute of football. So it's all about interchanging uh, the player next to him. So I think I think uh moving forward we're gonna need if we're gonna maintain this, we're gonna need our whole squad and we are in an amazing position where I said 99% of, of, of our team is fit. Um I think I think Ole is going to rely on Leicester falling. He's gonna rely, he's gonna he's gonna be pushing for a cup, either Europa League, either FA Cup. Luckily, they, they they seem like they've been um, tapered down to uh, one match ties rather than two leg ties, so we won't be too taxing on our on our on our squad fitness. And um, I think the leg, I think we still we still haven't seen Rashford wake up yet. We haven't seen um, uh, Pogba get into a full ninety minute fitness yet. Uh, we've seen a lot of substitutions, obviously because of the the summer heat. The the the, 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 the jumping back into uh, three games every seven days um, i think we are in position to finish strong for these last um, seven Premier League games uh six premier League games maybe another eight to ten cup games i think i think we're in the proper position and form wise i am very happy i think i think they'll i think Ollie will be confident of what he has to put forward for every starting 11.
4: Brian, uh, just, just to add on, on, on that, Brian, um, I think that's probably been one of the, the difference, uh, differences after lockdown, as Moepi mentioned, the squad depth at, that United have and that Chelsea have and, to some extent, that Wolves have. But, unfortunately, I don't think uh, it's, it's, it's the case for, for Leicester because looking at their squad, you know, in terms of, you know, without Bav, Avadi, uh, Tillemans, Madison. Um, they they don't get ma- much goals from also Harvey Barnes as well, um, mm-hmm. and I think they they're struggling with it because particularly with with Chelsea and United they've they've definitely benefited from five substitutions for sure because the fact that you can play a match take a three 0 lead like last night and then take off your Pogba's your Fernandes uh, your Bruno so like it it's it literally that wouldn't have happened uh, uh, without COVID because. Literally, yeah. with the three substitutions, you know that you, you, you're you very uh, limited with regards to your substitutions and um, your, your squad rotation. But now, these big clubs with these 25-quality uh, uh, 25-man squads, it's, it's very hard. And I think that explains, because less at the moment with the amount of games they're playing, particularly also with the FA Cup, I think that's where the difference is going to be. And, and we might see them literally uh, slide away, even past Wolves, uh, who actually have quite a, a good... And, and deep squad with those Portuguese connections there. So it's going to be quite interesting to see who ends up the top four, but I, for my prediction, I think Leicester is definitely on the way.
1: Try hard to do the right things, only gas for the green light Even if there's one slice left, gotta make sure the team eat right I got love in my hometown, you know hearts get complicated Time you heard I was with Roxanne, awkward times in my graduation Really thought Kiki loved me, Kiki ass, so we riding But I ain't ready for no girlfriend, now me Kiki fighting You want the truth but can't handle it I cannot stand that shit, I didn't mean to cause damage Or make you feel embarrassed, no time for no rock rock Gotta get with it or you get lost you can't offer no peace, can't fit in my jigsaw. Gotta take care of your hot dog, you know, self love is the best stuff. You're the OG, brave P, hold it down for this lift off. It's hard. Rap's always been the dream job. Daydreaming during lectures. Making songs with Rick Ross. I got bras in Atlanta. I'm riding round my phantom. Bro says, "Polly, wake up. Gotta focus on exams. Damn, I should tell you about Roseanne. Not scratch that I got new plans, new goals. I got new hoes. Don't lie, it's just you, bro. I went home. I wrote patience. I spoke about peace. I was craving. I was wrong to seeking relations. Rather turn my head into a haven. Looking back at the games i was playing, After Sarah, I was never the same. I got hurt, started causing the pain. Little boy trying to act like the man. Now I'm the reason he get pissed off. No No more text, no more phone calls, I'm an asshole I'm a real dog, girl, it's my fault we ain't lift off I'm the reason Kiki pissed off No more text, no more phone calls, I'm a dickhead I'm a real dog, girl, it's my fault we ain't lift off